Hello, it's Friday, July the 24th. Welcome to this week's episode of the Grains Matter Chatter, presented by Northcore Grains. My name is Jeffrey Guy, and I'm joined once again this week by... Dolores Foster, and we're grain merchandisers here at Northcore Grains. So let's see, last week, Dolores, we, I started off with a hockey song. Hockey was close, but this week it's Take Me Up to the Ball Game, Take Me Up to the Crowd. That means baseball, baseball games started. have started. <laughs> Not just major league, but locally also. Anyhow, let's get some focus. The markets this week. Let's talk about the markets. New crop uh, corn and soybean prices basically unchanged for the week. Spring wheat down about $2. Winter wheat up about $3. So un- basically unchanged. Not much happening in the markets. But there's always things happening. What's happening in the markets this week, Dolores? What do you think's happening? Well, as always, there's always something going on between Trump and China. Oh, Trump and China. What's happened this week? The U.S. has closed a consulate down in Houston, a Chinese consulate. China has responded by closing a U.S. consulate in one of their provinces. Trump has responded by saying... Mm, what doesn't he say about China? But he says he blames them for COVID-19 and now he's not really thrilled with their phase one trade agreement. That was the save all back in January, but by now it's whatever. So is that going to affect our markets, Jeff? Well, one of the best things about China is that they are they have a huge appetite for agricultural products. And they have to buy them somewhere. The U.S. is a major world supplier. Mm-hmm. So it's only natural that they would come to the U.S. And China is a low-cost purchaser. So they'll buy wherever they can at low cost. But when you put it all together, whether they buy from the U.S. or not, they still have to purchase. That still does help worldwide demand, which helps worldwide price which helps Chicago price, which helps our price locally here. So we can always get some negatives between negative on prices when the U.S. and China aren't agreeing on things, but globally they still have to purchase. The other thing that affects our markets is the weather, right? And right now we've we've gotten some rain. Yeehaw. And... So what do you think? We've gotten a little bit of good rain. What's going on in the U.S.? Do you think prices are going to change much? Or So here we are in the, close to the end of July. Lots of the corn is pollinated in the U.S. Uh, this week they were looking for like upwards of 70% of the crop being the pollination stage or maybe more than that. Soybeans are flowering in the U.S., Very important times for weather, for moisture. Uh, Much of the Corn Belt has received some moisture this week. The one-week forecast is looking for some more moisture, not too extreme of temperatures. We are in the time of year that weather plays a major, major impact or can have a major, major impact on crop production. Absolutely. And But the weather is being mostly favorable for growth which is negative prices. So in one way it's it's good and then another way it's not so good if you don't have your corn contracted already. 
right? Or soybeans. <laughs> or soybeans, yep. The, uh, yeah, so we are in a weather market in the U.S. If we get a real change in the forecast by Monday, we could see price movements on Monday either way. And that's just pretty much normal for this time of year. Even though we had a week-to-week, mostly unchanged in our markets, there still was fluctuations up one day, down the next. Uh, that uh, seesaw keeps going back and forth. And yeah, it's uh, nothing really driving it. Say good purchases, good export sales out of the U.S., a lot to China. Right now, they are, once again, a low-cost purchaser, and they're they're stepping up to the plate. So, and the weather is also keeping a lid on the market, I'd yeah. say that one. So, the big thing that happened here this week was wheat harvest started, right? Winter wheat has harvested started. I think I have about 50% of my own winter wheat harvest off. And uh, from my own experience and talking to a few other producers, the crop has been, oh, I was, I don't want to say marginal, but I, let's say the crop has been varied. Yes, it has. A uh, few places better than expected. A few places not quite as good as expected. Yeah. Uh, we haven't heard anybody really talking about bumper yields. No, not this year. Though so, I did have a lot more straw on my crop than I thought I would. Premium straw, right? Premium straw. <laughs> Especially to the people that are buying it, Dwight. So I know it's it's still like some of the wheat's still a little bit wet, but we have started wheat harvest. So that's always a good feeling when the harvest has started and it's an exciting time for us here. Oh, big time. So with the wheat harvest starting, also I've talked to a few farmers that are looking at spraying their spring wheat crop with Roundup to even up maturity. Yep. Looking around the country at some of the spring wheat fields, there is uh, some very growth stages for that where... The winter wheat was really zapped by the heat, the the big heat cycle a couple of weeks ago, and it took all most of the life out of the winter wheat uh, mm-hmm. plant. So, uh, spring wheat harvest still a couple of weeks away, but uh, there are things happening in the corn and the soybean uh, fields locally too. Yeah. So even on our farm here, Ronald is spraying corn with fungicide spray right now. He is. Yep, yeah. he's been busy. So it's uh, getting that time of year. The corn is tasseled, lots of corn tasseled around the country. If you're looking at spraying fungicide to increase some crop health, etc., now's the time. Talk to your crop consultants. Still some people spraying soybeans. And uh, for people on the two-pass system for fungicides and soybeans, that's probably within the this week, next week, the week after that second pass. Yeah. No, so there's always things happening on the crop side. Always. And uh, say that varied weather that we've had and throughout our marketing area here, it's uh, definitely talking to people. The other night, some people had three quarters of an inch of rain and some people didn't get any. And last night it rained. and mm-hmm. But every little bit of moisture helps right now. Every little bit of moisture sure helps. sure does. It was actually really weird. We had um, a pretty substantial rain yesterday i believe it was but it wasn't raining at the elevator but at the farm it was so and it was it's interesting how it it it's not even a mile apart <laughs> it's one raining in one place and not in the other so it's been pretty scattered the the rains this year it for sure tis the season tis, tis the, the season, season yeah so on the political side here in ontario some big news this week 
The Ontario government announced the, they're increasing funding for the risk management program. Mm-hmm. I know that has been a ask and a want for some of our farm organizations, you know, more specifically the grain farmers of Ontario. And uh, it was really nice to see the Ontario government to step up and basically uh, match what they said they would do in the election by this increase. So it's kind of nice when they actually follow through on a promise they make. Yeah. That doesn't always happen, does it? <laughs> uh, not in politics. <laughs> no. Um, a couple of reminders with the wheat harvest starting. Um, just a reminder to bring your wheat tags in uh, with your deliveries. And then also last week we said we would have an update um, for our COVID rules, I guess you could say. Um, we're still ironing out what the best way to to handle everything but as of right now we'll we'll bring the paperwork out to to each truck so no one uh i guess we'll keep the foot traffic in the in the office to a minimal for right now and then any changes we'll uh we'll send them out on our email and post them on our website and and such so just one little clarification there dolores for wheat tags, they are not required for the soft red winter wheat. Yes. Just right. for the two hard red winter wheat, hard red winter and hard red spring wheat. But we do receive all three wheats here at the elevator. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about, Jeff? Well, today is my youngest son's birthday. So since I wish myself happy birthday a few <laughs> weeks back, I should wish happy Patrick birthday, happy. Happy birthday, Patrick. Yes. A bratty little teenager now. So So we will reconvene our podcast, not next week, but in two weeks. Next Friday is our annual summer barbecue. So we will be open a little bit in the morning for some loads, but uh, the office will be closed in the afternoon. Oh, you mean I won't be doing this next week, Dolores? Tell me it's not so. (laughs) I know you live for these podcasts, Jeff. And I have to go and enjoy myself at a... The barbecue water fest. I'm so sorry to put you through it. Nothing but good. Nothing but good. (laughs) And now it's been nice talking to everybody again this week. And we look forward to reconvening next time. Yep. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Have a good harvest.